Disclaimer. No longer matters who's crazy and who's not. The world is on fire and no one is going to put it out for us. No matter your race, religion, or creed, we are all in this together. Questions and comments from anyone on any topic are welcome, so long as everyone is having fun. Life is short and nobody gets out alive, so be kind and let's have some fun. Welcome to Morning Coffee with Alliance Pride. Here's your host, Cassidy Lightwing. Hello and welcome to Coffee Time with Alliance Pride with your host, Cassidy Lightwing, the lion. Rawr, baby. <laughs> and I am, that's better. And I am Kristen Harding. Welcome to the show. And I'm already out of coffee. Well, that was poor timing on your coffee's part. Right. How, how dare it do that to you? Evaporating in that manner. Et tu, Brute. <laughs> right? So first comments of the day go to Katie with hi. And Robert with uh, what's up, Cass and Kristen. And Raymond G. Newsom with Cass. And we got <laughs> Susie with hi, everybody. And we got Raymond with Robert. And then we yeah. <laughs> They must know each other. <laughs> and Robert says, heck, bro, you going live? Yes, indeed. We're we're eventually going to be getting back to every morning. But for now, I just want to get back to the three shows a week. You know, but we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. But uh, that, that goes into, you know, like the, you know, the subject of the day, which is sort of getting back up off the horse. Wait. Getting back horse... on the horse. Yeah, on the horse. Okay, there was a getting horse involved. On the horse. Yes, there is. Because yeah. if you get if you get knocked off a horse, you got to get right back on. Otherwise, you won't ride again. Yes, that's actually very, very, very true. Um, you can get you, you can you can get a fear of riding if you don't get back up off the horse. That first time you fall is jarring. And yes, my grandmammy taught me how to ride a horse. Good. Same with car crashes. You got to get back in that car. Otherwise, you will have a fear. Yeah. No, 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 no. Stay away from cars. I would tell you, though, the first time I was doing like 70 again, I was like, this is too fast. You know, so for a while I would go back roads just so I didn't have to go too fast. Because, you know, PTSD. I think that might be why Rob did, did what he did to me. We'd get in our Fiero and be on our way out to Matt's place, which was way out in the uh, orchards. And he'd be doing top speed for a Fiero. And at first I was like, no. But after a while, I kind of got into it. And I was like, you know what? Playing Iron Maiden while blasting down back roads at night going 250 miles an hour. I don't really know how fast we were going. That's pretty cool. You were going probably over a hundred. Probably, like I said, he it, the the little red the little red needle was like going no, so and we were in a Fiero, oh. so however fast that is. I have to admit that I buried the needle in my '66 Mustang. Oh man, if Shannon wasn't at work, she'd love to talk to you about that. That's her favorite kind of car. She mm -hmm. actually had a '67 and a half Mustang or '66 and a half. One of those years, it's a, it's like it's a half year with special parts. That mm -hmm. was her very first car, and she totaled it her first lesson driving. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, the moral of that story, boys and girls, is don't buy your car before you learn to drive. <laughs> Don't total a car either. Yeah. It all worked out. She ended up selling the uh, frame to her brother who restores cars. So the car was eventually okay. And it's so alive. Was it has yeah. died. It's alive. Oh, dude. He ended up having to. It turned out that the, the frame was bent. So they had to go in and rebend the frame to save the vehicle. And I, I don't know what that means, but I imagine it's pretty involved. Mm -hmm. Gary says, hi how do? And Raymond says, you should get an expert architecture involved to determine which parts of the building are safe or not. Oh, for um, a walkthrough on a ghost adventure, I believe. Oh, yeah. And yeah, okay. Yeah. That's I was about yeah. to highlight this comment. Right. I'm thinking about doing a live walkthrough before I investigate. And that was for, I'm going looking for ghosts tonight. Mm. 
in that case, I, I agree, highly recommend it. Uh, definitely do a live before you go through. I, I'm all, I, one of the things I love about Parafam, the Parafam mission is get it on tape, get the proof, let the world know the truth is out there, you know? And doing stuff like that is a very, very good idea. It'll, it'll give people a sense of who you are and whether or not they can trust you. Because quite, quite frankly, I think we're all pretty sick of the, like the, oh, 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 did you hear that? Did you feel that? Yeah. Oh. What was what was so disappointing on Taps and Ghost Hunters and all that other stuff is they'd have this huge buildup for nothing. I wouldn't know. I didn't actually watch Ghost Hunters very much past the uh, the first couple episodes, but I would catch the like the the when they would do a, a like a marathon of the best of episodes. I'd catch those. So I have a probably a pretty probably a bigger opinion of them than they might deserve because I got to see all the best ones. My favorite one was they, they visited a light worker in New Orleans and they got on tape the dude working the other guy's light, you know, it, the, with, with the thermal, the, the, the freaking scanner that can see auras and such that they use sometimes. The dude, like, he literally, uh, one of the TAPS guys is getting agitated and the light worker reaches up and wipes with his hand. And on the outside, you don't see nothing. So the guy who's sitting with him, he's like, okay, well, whatever. But the guy who's wearing the video is like, because <laughs> like you can see it as his hand goes down, the aura just wipes clean away, and I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. We need our real life Egon to build that, right? He said subtly at Robert. All right. Ah, da, 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 da. Okay, so they're talking about the building and whatnot. So and. Just just as an FYI, um, I do believe in spirits. I do believe they are very real. I believe that they can communicate. Um, and that's why I've always been so fascinated by the different paranormal shows. But my regret is that they don't get the information that they're looking for to prove it, you know? Right, right. Kind of like aliens. We, we're, we've been told that they exist. Hey, we got proof now, and stay tuned, folks. I'm still working with the the, the the secret project, you know. Still working with it. I I am afraid we're we have run out of time though. So, you know, if anyone in the ufology community sees this episode, this is an all call. We are literally running out of time. Um, there are things we can do to buy more time, but at, at this point, it's it's like DefCon 11. Uh, for light workers and what's about to manifest in the real world, you know, so just any, anyone out there who can hear this, please, we, it's still time to fix this. We are at yellow alert, Captain, I would agree. We're not quite at red alert yet. <clears throat> well, raise the alert to red and drop our shields. We may wish to surrender. <laughs> Never give up, never surrender. But number one, they have lasers. <sighs> oh no, Captain, whatever shall we do? What about our photon torpedoes? Sorry, for those of you who aren't Star Trek dorks like me and Kristen, uh, that's a reference to a Next Generation episode where this the, the, they come to a planet and this like laughably under tech spaceship like hold like points their weapons at them like surrender and when they analyze the weapons they realize that they're the other ship's highest yield weapon physically cannot penetrate even their navigational shields so captain picard says well lower shields we may wish to surrender <laughs> he was being a bit sarcastic that day yeah so yeah Raymond says they're so fake and they're never surprised when a ghost talks to them when they ask them to. Well, there's reals and there's fakies. Then well, that's that's kind of what we're what we're what we're all about and the why you know the community of shall we say truth within paranormal is growing. You know? 
paranormal just for paranormal's sake is shrinking. It's 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 no longer becoming profitable. Like even the History Channel, you notice how like they're not really making a whole lot of new like ancient aliens things, and the new stuff they're making are just kind of reruns of old episodes, just rearranged. You can only ask, did aliens build the pyramids so many times before people go, I don't care anymore. <laughs> you know. I care more. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. Especially when you can look up recent history and it's like, dude was 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 doing the same thing in his backyard in Florida for his girlfriend. And you, know, you, you can't keep asking if aliens did it when a dude in the twenties could do it with a radio. Okay. Oh, I know who you're talking about. That German uh, scientist that, yeah. that built the castle for the lady, and she never came. Yeah. Yeah. It's she it's I think the Pearl Palace or the Pink Palace is what it's called, something like that. The, the core it might have been it might be it might have been um, the brain injury that that helps prevents me with names. Also, it's all nouns really. So, but yeah, I can never remember who who it was. But but he built it in his backyard. You, you don't get to say did Martians do it when dude in the twenties like hello my baby hello my honey I'm gonna build this now. But you know, he did it in secret using ancient technology. Using ancient techniques. Modern technology, but ancient techniques. Okay. You know, the point... Okay. Um, yeah, basically, it, you could probably do it if you configured a ham radio. You could probably do it with a ham radio. You know, you just have to have the exact right frequencies, you know, which I don't know them otherwise. I would just do it, and then that would be the show it would be the show would be about like hey guys look at this wah 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 and yes i would still do it would still be funny i'd be like hula dancing while the blocks are moving in the air so the point is is that it the would point be is, Henge. huh cast hinge instead of stonehenge oh yeah cast hinge <laughs> oh that would be just too much uh just <laughs> Mm -hmm. There'd be powers, and there'd, there'd, there'd be, like, yarn, and, and there would be, like, boxes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Imagine that. The Lyrans arrive. Give us all your twine. <laughs> Minnesota has the biggest ball of twine as far as uh, Weird Al Yankovic saying about it. I think that might be true, though. I think like, I think there is a biggest ball of, of yarn in the world or something like that. I think it's, it's like a biggest ball of twine, and Weird Al actually has a song about it and it is in minnesota yeah i do know the song the biggest <laughs> ball of twine in minnesota yeah <laughs> ah thank you ray it's the coral castle thank you thank you son good job I thought it was something like that yeah so again you can't you can't keep asking if aliens did it if a dude can over there can do it and you can't keep wondering if ghosts are real as long as people are are, are doing these antics on tv you know we need serious science we need it on we need it on tape we need actual uh reproducible techniques you know but that's why as we're growing the show that the whole plan is to do that you know the, the part that I, that I don't like and i'm going to share share with you guys the part that i'm looking forward to the least is having to sit out alone in the woods waiting for bigfoot at night why would you need to be alone Well, because the, the goal is to use shamanistic techniques to establish contact, and nobody's tried that, you know, and like in the public view. I'm, tribes have been doing that, you know, all along, but the whole point is to do this where, like, the rest of the world can see as well, you know. So, basically, whether or not Bigfoot is a real, actual, you know, biological creature here in 3D can only be determined by catching it, you know, in some kind of, you know, reproducible way not catching mm -hmm. it like capturing but you know capturing the uh evidence right? right so the plan is to use the various shamanistic techniques that that that, that we know and go out there and try to try to establish contact with uncle and if it works say hey um could you help us out here could, you know but if it doesn't work at least at least we get a really good episode of, of all of us you know having fun around around a campfire you know the after party yeah 
because Sasquatch does not fear campfires. So it's like, you know. He's waiting to be asked to join them so he can have some marshmallows. If we're correct, yes. I was being silly. You're you're serious? Um, if my information is correct, they want to reestablish contact with humans like in the old days. It's just they can't do that right now. Humans are too freaked out. And I know it's the same thing with the uh, serpent people. What the uh, what the Hindus call a naga, you know, and not naga from various fantasy stories. Those are not the same thing. But the serpent people also really would like to establish contact with with you know with with humans like it used to be. It's kind of necessary for the Earth's survival. I mean, all everybody knows that great changes are coming to the climate, but it's not from carbon, folks. And it's it's everybody's business. You know, it's Sasquatch's business. It's the serpent people's business, assuming they're real. Ha ha. Establishing contact with the serpent people is going to be significantly easier, but significantly more dangerous. So, trouble is, I think it's too late to do all this. You know, we need... Anyway. I think we... I think we need to live in hope. That would be nice. Living in hope is nice. <clears throat> Susan says that would be the fun part, meeting a Bigfoot one-on-one, a gathering of souls. That's the idea. And again, if the shamanistic if the shamanistic techniques work, great. If they don't work, at least we, we get good footage of everybody sitting around having a good time. You know what I mean? Right. So it's win-win. And quite frankly, I believe that I am the right person to do this simply because I'm crazy enough to not give a shit. <laughs> eh? I don't have to worry about my reputation. So it's like, if it works, great. If it doesn't work, great. Either way, it's win-win for everybody. You know? But Yeah getting back on the horse and that's kind of what we were you know the two sort of the two the two subjects kind of link a little bit you know because i'm having to get back on the horse after major life changes you know kristen could you take over from here as far as getting back on the horse and recovering from tragedy oh i can offer some suggestions as to how and the suggestions that have worked for me in my life is when you are faced with a major change, you find those things that still bring you comfort. And for me, like, okay, give you an example with 9-11 when that happened. We started watching reruns of MASH because for some reason, just that reminder from when we were growing up and things were safe made us feel better. And, you know, I think humanity right now is so bombarded with all of this negativity and fear and anguish and uncertainty that they are going to be reaching out to find something that brings some comfort. You know, as as who I am and, and who I serve, I hope that they remember that God's there for them. But I understand that there are people out there that don't believe that way. And I, I, for them, I hope they find comfort. And they find comfort in their own ways, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's why that's part of the, uh, uh, like, AA and Al-Anon is, you know, basically acknowledging that there is a higher power, you know. Mm-hmm. Didn't, and they don't care what you, 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 you could believe in a pickle. They don't care. As long as you believe, as long as you understand that there's a higher power, that gives you a focus. It gives you a direction. It's like a compass, you know? Something bigger than ourselves. Yeah, exactly. And part of the reason why we wanted to talk about it today is because, well, quite frankly, this is walking the walk. You know, we've been talking the talk for a long time, but then the ultimate kind of tragedy struck, and here we still are. You know? The, 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 the techniques of, of like the meditation, putting things away, visualization, they do in fact work and you're looking at proof. You know, losing Char almost broke me. I ain't gonna lie. But it didn't. 
and it didn't because of, well, because of therapy also, but because of things, you know, techniques like the spiritual techniques that helped me get through the grief to the point where I can now remember her and smile. And I, I can have, I can open up this, the, the char blanket. Okay. Sorry, almost got emotional. <clears throat> like, for example, I can open up the Char blanket. I can look at Char's picture again. But for a little while, I couldn't. And I was driving my, myself absolutely insane, trying to keep reminders of her around me, but also heal. You know, I just needed a few days. Yeah. We do need time to process when those things happen to us. Yeah. But we mustn't get stuck there. Indeed. Yes, Shallow, a werewolf. What happens when you teach a, a wolf to meditate? It becomes a werewolf. A werewolf. I love it. Oh, my God, dude. I, I, I snorted my coffee when I read, when I saw that, Shiloh. Thanks. Well, it would be better to drink the coffee, not snort it. Oh, I'm still trying to see if I can evolve myself into a coffee fish. You know, one day I shall breathe the coffee. <laughs> So I know everybody's nervous about, you know, the, the situation, you know, the, 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 the threat of, of, of nuclear war, things like that. Um, all I can say is hang on to hope. Uh, and I want to remind everybody, you heard it all here first. You know, all the stuff that's happening, you heard it here first. Okay, what's about to happen in, in Congress, you heard it here first. I'm not saying this to aggrandize us. Okay, or advertise us. I'm saying this because I want you guys to remember, if we keep being this right, there's an extremely bright future right around the corner of all this darkness. We just got to get through it. Okay. You know, it's going to be hard. We're going to need each other as a community. Okay, so I'm not sitting here like, oh, look at us. We told you so. I'm just saying, if it keeps going this way, there is a bright Star Trek future right past this war. Just like in Star Trek, you had to get through the eugenics war to get to first contact. So, and that's where you get Khan Noonien Singh. So, and, you know, or, yeah, yeah, Khan Noonien Singh. See, I've always suspected that Khan and Dr. Sung, who, who invented data, I, I've always suspected they were related. It's just too many coincidences, and they're, and they're both Gene Roddenberry made characters. So he had he knew what's up, and he made him. And they're, I don't know. Doctor Ricardo Montalban was totally different as Khan than than Doctor Sung. Right, but notice like his name was Nunyan Sung, mm -hmm. Nunyan Singh, Nunyan Sung. And he had this crazy advanced intellect. I think like he is was Khan's son, but Roddenberry passed away before he could get that revealed. That's what I suspect. Oh, that is a cool thread. I like that. Yeah. But if I remember right, Khan was in like um he had been imprisoned in like the early two thousands. Mm -hmm. And Oh, Data's dad. You just said it. Dr. Sung? Yeah, Dr. Um, Nguyen Sung. Right. So he wasn't born until, like, generations later, was he? No, he was over, a, uh, you know, exactly. He was over 100 years old. I, Or no, no, that, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of uh, Dr. Bo I'm thinking of Bones. I'm sorry. If you look at the timeline of Dr. Sung, of his life, it kind of lines up that he was born maybe a year or so after the incident between the Enterprise and, and, uh, the Botany Bay, where they unfroze Khan. And this is Ricardo Montalban we're talking about here. I think he got busy. Yeah, I think he might have done. Yeah. So, do do do. Little brown chicken, brown cow in space. <laughs> if this spaceship's a rocket, please come a knocking because the <laughs> gravity isn't working properly. <laughs> Susie says, when you're ready to show it, we would love to see, be able to see the shark corner when I'm ready. I have to, I've been slowly putting everything back. Um, 
I want to be able to remember her in joy, not despair. Right. So. And this I bid it will get easier, I promise. Shiloh says, seen Data's mom on the other day. I think I vaguely remember that episode. I she was also an android. She was? If it's the one I'm thinking of. I, I'll have to watch it again. Oh no, more Star Trek. No! Am I right, Shiloh? You know, I've been thinking about the uh, the episode with Data and his daughter Lull a lot. Gee, I wonder why. Yes, okay, Shiloh confirms that yes, she was. All right, cool. She played flawlessly in a uh, a concert they were having, and Data noticed. Ah. So, mm-hmm. Well. Now that I have, you know, something resembling free time, <laughs> maybe I'll go back and watch it. See, you know, speaking of, of uh, what you were talking about, MASH, I've been using a show called Community in the same way. I've been, It's been on back to back to back to back, you know, season one, two, three, four, five, six, one, two, three, four, five, six, one, two, three, four, five, six, in the background while I'm getting work done. You can binge watch. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I put I put something on this monitor over here, and I'm working on this monitor over here. I'm just kind of listening. But, you know, that show was incredibly close to my college group. You know, like, we didn't get into antics that cool, but it was, you know, like, yeah. It was, it, I was Abed. <laughs> just, just for... I like your brain, Abed. That may be the comp- coolest thing anyone's ever said to me. Just replace that emotional distance, just like with Sheldon, replace the emotional distance with a dangerous level of enthusiasm. <laughs> so, but yeah, comforting things are good, especially right now. Uh, if the world, if the humans could collectively drop the fear somehow, anyhow, then things would slow down. I mean, part of the reason this is happening is because various world leaders are being backed into corners, they feel. You know, whether that's true or not is irrelevant. We're not here to talk politics, okay? We're talking about getting the vibe calmed down. If we could do that somehow. And that's what was behind the final push to try to contact, you know, Ms. Eisenhower. You know, then I realized a few days ago, what's the point, you know? Because I figured, you know, basically it's, you, you would Miss Eisenhower isn't like big or famous in in the communities or anything like that. That's not that's not the purpose. But she is the caretaker of the treaty. Okay, and if there's so much it's as like, possible, it's like in Star Trek. Um, when the Vulcans came, and they started towards peace, they had to have some guarantee of their safety. And that's exactly what started the world peace was their being safe and showing humans, if I remember right, showing the humans um, successful ways to get rid of these major problems. Right. Well, the humans were ready. You know, they're, they're ready at, at that point in the story. I believe humans are ready now. And I think that's why things are getting so crazy is the enemy understands that he is losing control. And so that's why these crazier and crazier things are happening. But, you know, the, 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 just the knowledge that we are here, just that knowledge by itself could bring things to a bit of a pause, you know, because so much hopelessness and despair could be just gone away, you know? So it's just, I don't know. But at the same time, every time I try to make any sort of progress, there's always, you know, an army of dipshit supposed psychics going, ooh, Cassidy's a million-year-old demon. I'm tired of it. I'm so tired of it. <laughs> oh, bless their hearts. <laughs> yeah. 
come to save you. We listened. Karen Carpenter called for us. We've come to save you. Oh, oh, but oh, we're demons. Okay. <laughs> well, that's what hey guys, demons don't save people. <laughs> And, and but that's one of the one of the misconceptions that I think needs to be cleared up is like we're not here to save, we're here to work with. You know, if humans don't want no help, you know, to quote the movie Airplane, Jack no want no help, Jack don't get no help. You know, the thing is though, we need their help too. Well, not your people, your people, my people need their help too. You know, we need a home. You know, all that's one of the things that pretty much all the channelers agree is Malakwa is no more. You know, so we need a home. Mm-hmm. So we need a home. Humans need a little bit of, a little, just a little tiny bit of guidance, just to get past the last dregs of of mysticism and uh, mysticism in terms of secret, not mysticism in terms of magic, but just to get over the last bit of of uh, Neanderthal sort of impulses. You know. And I'd like to clarify: I don't believe that ETs are here to save. I believe that they are here to enlighten so that humans save themselves. Yeah. And notice the they in that, not we. We were born here. Consciousness contact is one of the phases of contact. Period. You know. I'm sorry it doesn't light up like Spielberg. That part comes next. So anyway. So there's still hope to lessen some of the suffering but I frankly have no idea how anymore. The there's been too much suppression. You know. I still go to in Stargate at the end of the movie when they have seen what their gods really are and they have lost all their power. They yeah. stand up and that power goes away. Exactly. The last dregs of the fears of the Anunnaki and whatnot need to go away. Humans need to stand and realize this is your planet. Like you could do anything you want here. You know, if human if humans could just put away. Not even like old scars, just like current shit, just long enough to take a breather. I think it would be all right. But you've got war hot war pigs all over the world going, yes, yes, we want war, we want war. People have to take a step away from, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they always say that in the Bible, in the end times, there will be wars and rumors of wars. Yeah. They got to keep you off center and not, you know, not grounded and worried and doubt, worry and fear, man. They are effective tools if you want to control somebody. Yeah. Give in though. No, no. And this is, like I said, this is not the end of the world. This war is not going to be the end of the world. World War Three is not going to be the end of the world. All right. And once we've gotten rid of some of the... I'm going to have to say it this way, dead weight in society, you know, things are going to be a little better. And what I mean by dead weight in society is I'm talking about like, you know, the war pigs, you know, the ones who are profiting off of, you know, selling weapons to both sides and then making a war happen, you know. Uh, Ray put a link up and I don't know what it's to. So. YouTube.com watch. That's all I know. Yeah, you're going to have to tell us what it is, Ray. Oh, David's here now. Hi, David. Hi, David. Oh, yeah. Okay, there we go. He says, anyone that that actively benefits from suffering of any kind. That is true. I, I can agree with that one. And that even that that ideal even extends to like the way we the way we handle our food. For example, kosher food, if the animal suffers at all, they're not allowed to sell the meat. Right. You know, so there's ways to live that are kinder, that are not so extreme, you know, like the push to green energy. I'm all for it. Let's push to green energy gradually. You know what I mean? We need to get there. You know, and you can, and the thing is, is you, I, I can almost feel people saying, don't you care that the earth is dying? Uh, you have no idea. 
But you have to ask yourself, why isn't Greta Thunberg out planting trees? She wants to say, how dare you use oil? How dare you use gasoline? Plant some trees. No. Nature already gave you guys the perfect carbon reclamation tool. And you guys are cutting it down to make toilet paper. Or stay warm this winter. Well, hey, I'm not against using wood. But the thing is, is if you replant after you cut down, there's no problem. Indeed. You know, so just... Plant or cut down one tree, plant three more. Exactly. So you notice all these people who are making a shit ton of money off of off of selling fear of carbon are not planting trees. And they're actively shitting on people trying to plant trees. So ask yourself, who do these people really work for? Are the same people that say you need to 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 not use as much gas or flying around in their personal jets to go to Disneyland? Right. So, you know, I'm not I'm not saying carbon isn't a problem. It is. But it's not the problem facing the planet right now that's methane and coronal mass ejections the sun is approaching its axiom the planet needs to prepare you have the machines and tools to do it here already but they don't want to believe that they think that's all archaic and 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 mythical and oh yeah wasn't there a mythical tomb that was just found Oh, well, we could talk about that in just a second. We'll see, but that's the beauty of it. We don't need to get, like, the world leaders on board. We just need to get enough. We just need to get us together and just get it done. You know? Like, the open deal, when, when if we can finally get permission to, 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 do the, to do the thing in Egypt, the open deal for Egypt has already been laid out. It's like the, the, the Sky Cruise, this is the offer. You know? So... All Egypt would have to do is give us permission to poke around down there, and then they they can be enriched beyond their wildest dreams, because it all belongs to them, except my sword. If my sword is down there, that's all I want. So it is nothing to lose for Egypt to let us do this. Same thing with uh, uh, Nevada. Like, if we wanted to go down there and poke around, see, and Nevada allows you to do what I'm about to say, by the way. If we wanted to go poke around and find, uh, try to find uh, Valiant Thor's ship, yeah, sure. You know? So, but they allow people to do that. So that's, a, that's an example of how this can go well. We don't need to change the world. We just need to make a minor change in the electromagnetic spectrum. That's it. That's literally all we need. Okay, we, we we could do it with we, we could do it with a big enough satellite dish, okay, and the right frequencies. We we don't need hyper technology. We don't need a technological dragon to come down from the sky with with flames of gold bursting from his nostrils and and and, and lay a claw on us to save the universe. Okay, it's it, it's. It sounds so beautiful, though. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, actually, a golden claw saving the earth. I'm sorry, I, I kind of like that idea, but I love dragons, so I'm weird. Can we get that painted with like one of the artists in the group? Can, can we together get that? That's actually now that yeah. you think now you mentioned it, that does sound pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to derail you. No, no, no. I was, just painted was... such an, an amazing image. I was like a defending dragon against the earth. I kind of like this. Me too. But yeah, we don't need anything like that. Although that would be nice if I get a vote, sir. I would like that. That would that was my vote. Um, yeah. Um, but honestly, like it, the government could take care of the problem from Harp. You know, the the, the, the Harp does not control the weather. I know. Although I know what the uh, what the uh, what the uh, uh, conspiracy theories say. Harp can create can can affect local weather. You know, by by creating different effects, but it like they can't like change the weather in China. You know, it can change the weather directly above it in like a dome spherical area, but that's about it. However, that might be enough. You know. So. I have a thought. Don't mess with the weather. <laughs> well, learning to tame the weather is part of becoming a, a higher advanced society. So, you know, people are like, "Oh, bad harp," but yay, Star Trek. Um, in Star Trek, they control the weather down to the breeze 
on, on, on planet Earth. So, gonna have to pick one. <laughs> on Riser, too. What was that? Planet Riser. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, and yeah. on most of the uh, most of the of the uh, what you might consider first world planets in the Federation have that technology. They control the tectonics, they control the weather, you know. But you but the thing is, is the reason why that becomes possible in your own future is part is because part of that technology is understanding the balance of nature and and sort of helping maintain that balance. You mm -hmm. know, point of fact, one of the ideas in the future when the technology comes around is wondering whether or not what you guys are doing then to make the planet a paradise is not what they meant in the bible but that's that's for the future people in the future can debate that i'm just saying it's one of the fun things they're going to wonder hmm. i got an incoming phone call all right can you hear me okay yep you can just follow the link right okay. back if you want no, no, I'm here. Okay. I'm not taking the call. I declined it. It's my brother. He'll understand. He knows I do shows, but he just doesn't know the days. Gotcha. So I was just going to say, David Nash said, you can go to prison in Egypt for taking a pottery shard. Mm -hmm. The black market for antiquities is terrible there. So you can understand why it's so tight. Over, uh, over 5,500 years old civilization and much is sacred. Yes, that's part of the that's part of the deal that the that the Fed that the screw it I'm just gonna call it the Galactic Federation I'm tired of trying to find names for it um, that's Those the deal guys. <laughs> yeah but that's the deal that we're that we have been prepared that we've been allowed to offer from them everything is Egypt's okay not a single pottery shard will go into anyone's pocket unless they face my wrath wait. Lest they face my wrath. Not unless they face my That's a whole, unless they face my wrath, that's a whole different story. But, you know, that's, that's the thing is we want it, it, we want to put it in like a contract kind of thing. You know, if, we, if, I ever, if, if I ever get to sit down with them, it's like, hey, this is in writing. It's all yours. All of it. The only the thing. The movie right? We're going to call it The Wrath of Cass. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Instead of The Wrath of Khan. Sorry, I have to. Oh jeez, we'll have Shelly there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So we have no. It. it I'm getting it, the boss is paying my checks. I, I get nothing from this, you know. So the deal is, if we find anything, what 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 is there? What we do find is to be used for the advancement of Egypt. You know, it's all Egypt's. Now, if they wanna, if they wanna do deals with other countries based on what we find down there, assuming we find anything, that's great. But that's their call. You see what I mean? So, like, uh, yeah. Cass ass grass. Oh, cast ass gas. Oh, dude, you should have been here a couple days ago. The farting had begun. The biological warfare, much? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, but yeah, no, that's actually very, uh, very, very true. And Ray says you can go to prison for just being at a historical site without the right permits. Exactly. That's why I want the right permits. I'm very well aware of all this. I've been trying to get to Egypt since I was a kid. You know. But whatever. So like I said, that's the deal. And then there's similar deals for like almost every major country has something. And if we could just point out to the governments in question how it's a profit to them, I think we could we could you know get somewhere. And now that I have the proof of my DNA that it is not from here, we could finally have a chance to get somewhere. But we're just getting blocked at every turn, mostly by rival channels. I shit you guys not. You know, most of the of the stupid rumors out there are made up by rival channels, and it's you'd think their audience would be like, "Hey, you're 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 talking bad about a guy who is your rival channel. Maybe I should not listen to all these ridiculous things." But they listen anyway. Right. So it's just, what do we do? So consider this like a message in the bottle. We stand tall. We stand for what we believe in, and we keep moving forward. That's all we can do. 
So consider this like a message in a bottle and, and Ray clipped this part into its own thing. So this is kind of sort of message in a bottle to whom it may concern. Keep the jokes in too, that way they... Okay, let's try this over again. <clears throat> message in a bottle to whoever can listen uh, regarding UFOs, UFOlogy, you know, the presence of uh, non-terrestrial life on this planet. We are in fact here. I can in fact prove it. It has. It is a matter of science now. I have the paperwork. It's done. You can take my bone marrow. We can break my bones and see how fast they heal, whatever you want to do. We're out of time. We're out of time. We are out of time. Please get in contact with me. This goes out to the Laura Eisenhowers, the... And I'm suddenly having an aphasia and I can't remember any other names. James Gilliland. Um, Linda? Mostly how? She's a reporter. I don't think she... I, I, I wrote her a letter once and I don't think she's interested. But that, either way, if she hears this, maybe. But you know, you, know, you know who you are. I'm trying to say his name without saying forehead guy. <sighs> This is literal traumatic brain injury. It's it's not disrespect at all. Um, I know I can't remember that. I can't remember any other names. I, I can't. But is any, that David Childress? What is his name that you're thinking of? Oh no no I know who Dr. Childress is. I would I would give my left arm to sit down for five minutes with Dr. Childress with Dr. Childress. Um, no, David, I'm Wilcock. To, David okay. Wilcock. Yes. Oh my God. That was, Raymond, that was Raymond for the save, by the way. Thank you. Thank you, Ray. Mr. Wilcock, again, no disrespect. Um, my grasp of your, of, of human language is dodgy even before the car accident, but <clears throat> So yes, this is message in a bottle. We don't have much time. Please make contact. I have been given authorization to give uh, deals, plans, technologies, etc., to solve a great many of the issues that are pressing, and all in preparation to get ready for the coronal mass ejections. Okay, we can do it with the technology we have here. We don't need space, Daddy. Okay. Can I ask a strange question? Yes. Have you ever thought of contacting NASA? Uh, yes, actually, I used to be in contact with NASA. This is actually true. And my mother would disagree, so I'm going to tell my story and my mother's story because we have different memories of the situation. Uh, I, I was actually contacted by NASA. They wanted me to go to space camp. They wanted to put me in special education programs. My, in my memory, my mother wouldn't allow it because that's not normal. And she had a very, very strong inclination to me being able to live a normal life. That is not talking smack about her. I love her for that. So in, in my memory, in her memory, I refused to go because I didn't, because I wanted to be normal. Hmm. That doesn't track, nor does it make sense. But then again, my mom has a better memory than I do. So but yeah, I've been in contact with NASA for a very long time. Uh, that's one of the reasons why when the CDC wanted to speak to me over what I could do with Lyme disease, I, I didn't think anything of it. I've been in contact with the government at several points. You know, I've had several interactions with men in black. I've never had anything to fear from the government before 2014, you know. So in 2014, when they said, hey, could, we need to talk to you as we're, you know, thing. And I'm like, oh, no, sure, no problem. This is what we do. And then two weeks later, I have been erased. And that's something anybody can look up. Cassidy Adam Dunning. Look it up. You'll see it yourself. You know? The, just ask yourself, who, why would anyone go through the trouble of erasing a crazy dingbat like Cassidy over this shit? Why not over the ship? Why would anyone have any motivation to go through that much trouble? Okay, like it's so bad. It, it's so bad, and it's so obvious. And you can actually, we could actually, like, if it ever comes down to, we could contact Amber, our social worker. But she was in the records while they got deleted once. Okay, so I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, well, that's one of the reasons she's like, I would never believe this if I hadn't seen it for myself. 
So like I said, there's, there's, there's so much evidence. If I could just get somebody to listen. Corina says, are you okay, Cassie Lightwing? Something seems off. Yeah. Um, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Well, you've gone through a lot recently. Yeah. A short version. Uh, my older daughter I went to live with her grandma and I don't mind that, but we found out that that Sarah had gotten abused by her boyfriend and we found that out after she was already in California. So the problem is my mom took about 10 seconds, immediately made it about her and all the stuff that my father had done to her. And so Sarah's not talking to us anymore because she had, my mom has her thinking that I did the things that my dad did. I'll give you an example. I was trying to explain to Sarah, uh, my father would, would, harass Doug at his work, my stepfather. And I'm and saying this, Edward would do Edward would call your grandpa's work and harass him and she immediately started screaming, How could you do that to him? We're dealing with a mate with a case of extreme transference and it's hurting my heart to the point where I believe I'm having a cardiac event. Um I believe I broke a heart string. Like actual broken heart syndrome, you can look it up. But I, I've I've had that in the past, and uh, I felt it, it felt the same this time. So there's a lot off. There's a lot off. Uh, but I'm trying to keep everything funny, you know. But I like funny joke. Man goes to doctor, says, doctor, I'm depressed. Doctor says, famous clown in town, Pagliacci. Go watch show, feel better. Man starts to cry. Doctor says, why are you crying? Doctor says, I am Pagliacci. Er, man says, I am Pagliacci. So yeah, the I'm not surprised something seems off. <clears throat> I am not as happy in a mood as I normally am when I'm doing the show, you know, but no drama. And so that's, that's how we're doing. And the other factor is that the, the situation with the, the war is getting out of, out of control. And if something isn't done, it's going to be way worse than it needs to be. Um, all the light workers, I'm pretty sure will agree with me that the, will agree with us rather that the, the, there's a great change coming and you can't change the change. The change is coming, but it doesn't need to be this gruesome. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm getting really, really frustrated because since I, I, I don't know, I guess I suppose I expected getting the proof of my DNA to be like unlocking the doors and instead nothing's unlocking. And all these people said, we'll get your proof, then we'll talk. Where are they now? They will, still won't talk to me. And I'm not the only visitor out here. I'm not the only one trying to get the, trying to make contact. There's thousands of us, and all of us are desperate. This is just how we're doing it, you know? We're getting pretty desperate. You know, it was kind of the same feeling. I remember before COVID started, we were making contact, and I'll never forget, you know, the guys from ESETI, Thank you for the for the one who told me this. Don't want to say his name because he doesn't want to be identified. But he said, Cassidy, your problem is, is that you sound so desperate. I'm like, well, I am desperate, you know. But mm -hmm. I guess being desperate is a bad thing. Yeah. But that 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 translates into iffy land for humans. You well, must be confident, Cassidy. Fair enough. I know. I know. It makes no sense to me either. Well, now that we've been through the pandemic, um, don't you think I had a reason to be desperate? So. Too many people. Oh, thank you, Daisy. Too many people. Yeah. Nothing is, I don't and even. That's what scares me about the Boston thing that I'm not mentioning. You heard it here first, folks. The second wave is the one you got to watch out for. Yeah, look up Boston Coronavirus Research. That'll tell you everything you need to know. But, yeah, thank you, Daisy. I really appreciate that. 
So yeah, you're absolutely right, Karina. Good job. That is a very, very big bingo for Karina. I am off today in a big way. So, but I should be okay soon. I should be okay soon. Basically, all I want for the situation is for Sarah to understand that I believe her, I support her 100%. And the only issue was we had to pay the rent or get evicted because we had a rent payment thing. You can't miss a rent payment. We actually, I can show you guys, we got the eviction paper because we, you know, my mom blew it all out into like, I, like I'm trying to work Sarah for money. And it's like, no, it's a one-time thing, which by the way, it's over now. And all of our financial troubles are about to be over with. Okay. People would wonder, how do you get yourselves into this financial trouble? We all had to work 24 seven for sure. Nobody could get a job. That's not true no more. So yeah, things are getting better and better. So yeah, and all I want for Sarah is to know I believe you, I support you. And I don't mind that you're spreading your wings and flying. We talked about this before you left. You know, life here has been in this house is crazy and it's hard and it's all sorts of things. You know. It's time for you to start your life. So we're here if you need us. That's all. And yes, yes, it's true. I did block her. But when you, a lot of you know this personally, if I block you, it's because I'm about to say something I don't mean. And I know I'm losing control of my shit. So I block. And then when I calm down, I unblock. Okay, so that's an hour. I think we should go ahead and uh, end it. I just, I'm getting emotional. Okay. I just wanted to say something about David's comment. They say the flu is very bad this year and causing lung damage. I would have to say yes, it is going to be very bad this year. Um, some people have had, shall we say, changes um, to their immune system that were um, given. <laughs> and so we need to get our immune systems working again. And you can build up your immune system with ginger and, and apple cider vinegar. And there are many things that you can use that will help you to fight this off naturally. Right. And remember, those changes were not permanent. That's why they had to keep giving them to you. So it will be okay, even for the, you know. Some with with severe injury, like you know, my brother Chris Tucker and his and his child, you know, we're gonna figure out a way to fix that. Yeah, so be I will remind everyone that it might look a little dark right now. It really might, but that just means that it's going to be brighter in the future. It's always got to be darkness before there's light, you know. In the middle of the night, we don't even know if the sunrise is going to is going to happen. But then it does, and the birds are singing, and life is good again. As Gandalf would say, I just forgot the line. Something about <laughs> looking at the first slide on the third day. <clears throat> Look to the east. Look to the dawning on the third day. And then on the third day, he shows up with all the Rohirrim, and then they save, you know, yeah. Waters of Rohan. Yeah. Hope is coming. And for many of us, hope is already here. I've somehow <laughs> lost hope. Um I'm 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 running around with my coat check looking for hope, like hope. Hello. You know. Well you named your kitty hope. Yeah. I was oh, waiting for her good. to come come to you right on cue. Daisy Ted Point says I use raw honey every day. It's medicine. Good call, Raymond. Raymond had said raw honey also boosts the immune system. That's actually true. Um, Careful not to get botulism, though. You can you can get rid of the botulism by yeah. eating the honey. <laughs> okay, the the name thing is 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 bugging me again. But uh, we actually know that personally because one of it, he brought us honey. He brought us honey from his own fields, and that like helped us. It helped us big time. 
So and I can't I can't remember his name. It's okay. You know who he is. Yeah. Honey man. <laughs> Where's the honey, honey? Well, David, that's the good news. Positive changes are coming. See, the the the, the beauty of it is 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 a great deal of the hope coming isn't from space daddy or the second coming. It's from humans saying, you know what? I've had enough bullshit. So. Thank you, Shiloh. <laughs> I knew you were here. I was like, ah. Oh, it was Shiloh that brought you honey? Yeah, I was trying to remember his name. See, the thing is with, mm-hmm. aph- with aphasia, you can remember who it is. It's just it, it, the, the, the the collection of sounds is being blocked from your brain so you have to try to rethink it and it's incredibly frustrating but it's just it's called aphasia it's a real condition look it up you can like guys look it up it's no disrespect hmm. oh natural honey can be used for skin infections as well yeah and it's a natural antibiotic hmm. nice See, we want to put, we want, we want to put, uh, I'm not sure if apiaries are beehives, but we want to put beehives on our land when we get the sanctuary going. So, okay, so we're, we're running over in time. Go ahead and. That's all for now, dear lights. Thank you so much for joining us. Never forget that you are amazing. You are loved. Be well, be safe out there, and we'll see you on the next show. Bye. That's all the time we have for now, dear lights. Thank you so much for joining us. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to hit that like button and share with your friends. We have a great many people to reach, but we are only as strong as our signal. The world can be a scary place, but you don't have to face it alone. We love you, everybody. Be safe out there.